Welcome to the Sabbath School Rescue Podcast with your host, Buster Swoops and Michael Campbell. This week in preparation for Sabbath, December 12th, we look at Lesson 11, The Christian and Work. Let's find out how the Christian and work intersect with God and education. The Sabbath School Rescue Podcast is hosted by Michael Campbell and Buster Swoops at Southwestern Adventist University. We love learning and sharing God's Word. And together we have 18 years of pastoral experience, and now we have the privilege to dig deeper into this study. All right, Lesson 11, The Christian and Work Memory Text, found in 1 Corinthians uh, chapter 15, verse 58, New King James Version once again. Therefore, my beloved brethren, be steadfast and movable, always abounding in the work of the Lord, knowing that your labor is not in vain in the Lord. The Christian in work. Michael, right before we start recording this, what did you share with me? Well, you know, I was just saying how, you know, it's really satisfying when you've worked really hard for something, something you've earned, you know. I was just thinking, you know, uh, this is the time of the year. My kids are out raking leaves, trying to earn some money uh, from neighbors up and down the street and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah. And they're trying to save up their money. And there's just something really satisfying when you've worked hard for something, you've saved up your money. And then you're able to actually purchase that. You know, hey, I actually earned that through my hard ingenuity and, and labor. Yeah, you know, productivity is some, yeah. as a gift that God has given us. Yeah. But it's not easy. It's not right. always easy. So therefore, there's something satisfying about it. So let's, exactly. let's uh, look here at Sunday's lesson, the many sides of work. Well, this is probably the one of the more famous texts uh, of the Bible, especially when it comes to this topic. Ecclesiastes 3 verses 12 and 13 and I'm, I'm reading from the NIV I know that there is nothing better for people than to be happy and to do good while they live that each of them may eat and drink and find satisfaction in all their toil and this this is the gift of God mm. it's just profound words to yeah, think of it uh, is. from Solomon here uh, that there's there's something uh, to happiness um, that contributes to happiness where we're not just like asking for a handout necessarily all the time, right? Where you say, <laughs> and especially as you grow up, I, I'm just thinking my own experience. You, as I'm growing, getting older, more responsible, having to get a job, yes, 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 uh, earning the, you know, and 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 starting to pay for your own cell phone. <laughs> You know? <laughs> <laughs> you know, some of those things, you start realizing the value of a dollar. You start yes. realizing that yeah, I have true. responsibility, I have bills to pay, I have obligations. And and all of those things in a way, in a, in a constructive way, yeah. um, can uh, that toil that we speak of here, um, God's intended for that to be a blessing for, for us. Yeah, and it's, it's a gift, it's, it a says gift. here, right? Mm -hmm. the, yeah. By the sweat of your brow, it's supposed to be a gift. Uh, so uh, it asks this other question there, Michael, for mm -hmm. Genesis 3.19. Yeah. What's the context here? And what does it say to us about the other side of work? Or at least for some. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're taking me back to the beginning here, right? Uh, yes. And we've spent a lot of time in Genesis, I think, with this whole quarterly uh, talking about the beginnings here. Uh, but I don't think we've actually looked at this verse. Genesis 3.19. By the sweat of your brow, Ooh. you will eat your food until you return to the ground, since from it you were taken, for dust you are, and to dust you will return. I guess we don't like that word sweat. The no, idea that we, we don't. have to actually work hard, yeah. physically work hard for something. Yeah, it's, it's um, true. And we and I think part of that is we live in a consumer culture where, you know, farmers that used to have like a, a small field, now they have huge tractors and now a lot of people sit behind desks and stuff like that. So we don't always appreciate all of the physical 
labor that goes into that. But I guess another way of looking at it would be um, when you still work hard at something. For example, you know, I was working hard this year on our vegetable garden behind our house. Yeah. And the flowers. You you work at something. Uh, it may not always be physical work, but um, here here's another application: trying to lose a little bit of weight. <laughs> <laughs> that means having to do a little exercise, and that uh, actually does take but, a little but, sweat. Buster. By the way, uh, they're saying that the average weight gain during the quarantine has been 16 pounds. Oh mercy! Oh Buster, don't, <laughs> so don't by, remind me by the sweat of your brow, right? <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm trying to find some new ways to exercise since uh, some of the old ways haven't been as conducive no, to being safe no, during no, COVID. No so. gym right now for me. Yeah, so to playing a little street hockey with my kids. So I'm getting there, a little hey, sweat there. Hey, hey, there you go. All right. So, Buster, uh, take us away to not only is work something God created, it's good for us, it's a gift from God, uh, but how do we nurture this uh, concept of work, work and nurture? How does that go together? You, you know what? Before I segue there, Michael, mm-hmm. yeah. I, I just have to share this. Yeah. Which is when I was doing some research, I was mm-hmm. looking at uh, Joshua 24, mm-hmm. which is you shall serve the Lord, right? Uh, yeah. As for me and my house, we will serve, serve the Lord, Lord right? Yep. Mm-hmm. It's the same word for when Adam's told that he will work the ground. It's oh. abad. And so, I didn't know that. Yeah, so Interesting. To, to cultivate is to serve, right? Yeah, so yeah. there's this actionable item in how we serve. And so wow. as we're looking at the Christian at work this week, mm-hmm. I, I want our readers to have that in mind. Mm. Because this next uh, group is talking about work and nurture. Uh, I'm not going to read all these, but I especially wanted to read uh, Proverbs 21 through 25. So yeah. Deuteronomy 16 is talking about the works of our hands and we shall rejoice. Ecclesiastes 9.10 is talking about working with all of our might, making yeah. sure we're doing with everything we have. Mm-hmm. But then as I'm getting here to uh, Proverbs 21 mm-hmm. to 25, yeah. it shares this one thing. Excuse me as I'm turning here. You know how it goes, right? Of course, uh, technology doesn't work with you when you want it to. All right, <laughs> there it is. The desire of the lazy man kills him. For his labor, for his hands refuse to labor. Wow. <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah. You just think about it. Uh, we, we say it, uh, if a man doesn't uh, work, he doesn't eat, right? Yeah. Uh, but, uh, and then Jeremiah one sixteen talks to me about how uh, you should not worship idols that are made with your own hands. We should be worshiping God. So we see here, the work of our hands has a, has a plethora of meanings. Mm-hmm. But the true work of our hands that God is asking us to do is this natural things he has given us. To cultivate, to work mm. by the sweat of our brows mm-hmm. and have something productive that we can look back upon and say, God, this also belongs to you. Yeah. You know, I like that. You know, instead of uh, not the image that I had at the beginning of this lesson was sitting behind a plow, a horse in a plow, you know, <laughs> and the idea that uh, it may look for each of us a little bit different, but the idea of being productive and using our time, our talents, all of those things that God has entrusted to us to be able to. Uh, constructively work towards the betterment um, both of ourselves and our families and those yes. within our sphere of influence. Yeah, and we're bringing all those out right now. Mm-hmm. You know, playing street hockey in the, in the, with your kids, you know, mm-hmm. that's, a form of, that's a form of work. Mm-hmm. Uh, the gardening, that's a form of work. Yeah. yeah. Writing articles and books, it's well, a form of work. <laughs> it's some things work. are harder than others. I think that's more sweat buster. Yeah, I, I agree. <laughs> especially, especially when you have deadlines, right? This is true. <laughs> all right, so Michael, this is a, a perfect one for you. Tuesday, work and excellence. All right. Well, uh, here we have a description from Exodus 25 to 30. I mean, this is quite a long passage to read. Uh, and if you take careful attention to what's going on there, uh, it's not just 
a long passage with, you know, I remember reading through as the trying to read through the Bible as a kid. I always get lost somewhere in Exodus right around this section here, I think, because <laughs> it's so detailed. It is. It really is. You know, and it's about the sanctuary. Yeah. The tabernacle, all the little, uh, the smallest little details of that. And you have to ask yourself the question, why does this matter? Why, why did God put this in the Bible? Yeah. Uh, and I, I think there's a good reason. Very good reason. God cares about the little things. Yeah. The details. He does. And and so when God asked the children of Israel to make offerings and bring their jewelry, all these different things that they melted down, you know, the things that had been distracting them before from Egypt. Here they bring all this stuff, their offerings, and they take their very best craftsmanship. Yes. And they work it into something that is artistically very beautiful. And it, and it wasn't just random either. God no, had kind no. of a plan that there's a symbolism behind all yeah. the little details too that ultimately would point forward to Christ as our high priest, as our sacrificial lamb, all of those kinds of things that would point to Jesus. And, and you know what I love about this is I was going through, because Michael, I, I'm not going to lie, I just got through this uh, probably about two months ago. I'm in Deuteronomy now, but as I got through it, I was really impressed when he mm -hmm. talked about these crafters, how yeah. the spirit was with them yeah. in crafting these things. And so once again, God is not just excellent in the things he was creating and, mm -hmm. and, the, and the material, but he's also in, in bringing the craftsmen, right? Yeah. And so yeah. he's like, I want the best of the best mm -hmm. because this is what I represent. Mm -hmm. This is who I am. Yeah. You know, and I, I think that should be a reminder to us that the arts around us uh, that, that we have, I, I think there's been a tendency within uh, church history yeah. that we have denigrated physical work. Mm. And we have the Reformation that comes along with Martin Luther and others. And they actually say, you know, having a godly calling can be a vocation. It's not just being yes, separate yes, yes, yes. and being a priest or a, a monk in a cell away from everyone else, but that that God has called each and every person uh, to a calling and to an, uh, a vocation that they can make a difference. And that not only has God called us to do that, that, that God's called us to give our very best, to be excellent. Uh, to the best of our ability uh, yeah. in what we do. Michael, I have to share this. Uh, every year I choose a, a head elder from one of our local churches, and mm -hmm. I have them come and speak to our pastoral ministry students and said, anytime you ever want to complain, listen to this story. And usually mm -hmm. they'll talk, share about how they work 40 or 50 hours a week at their job, and yeah. then they're putting in 20 or 30 hours a week at the church as well. Wow, yeah. And so I appreciate the ministry of all mm -hmm. the elders out there, the deacons, yeah. the deaconesses, yeah. uh, the pastors as, as well, mm -hmm. right? By the sweat of our brows, we're, we're working together, but, mm -hmm. but I just really want to take out the time to appreciate you and the work that you put in. Absolutely. Well, um, tell us, you know, all this hard work that goes on and, and investment of time, how does that connect with our spirituality? You, you know, uh, uh, I, I would go through and read this, but I believe we, we know this. My, my kids surprised me the other day. I, I was reading with them through the mm -hmm. book of John and yeah. and I, I asked them, you know, uh, what are, how did Jesus choose the disciples? And my daughter said, through the fruits of the Spirit. He looked for those, right? And I was like, what are the fruits of the Spirit? <laughs> she named five of them right off the bat. Good for her. And my son uh, spilled the beans like, well, she just learned the song. So, <laughs> okay, you know what? I'll take it, right? That, yeah, that's, that's song, that song was going to be with you forever. Right. But uh, uh, Galatians 5, you've probably heard this before uh, several times, the, mm -hmm. what the fruit of the Spirit are, but it asks this question. Which gifts that Paul describes also described you and your work? Mm. Whoever wrote this portion of this lesson is stepping on toes, right? Yeah. Because I think we can look through and say, you know what? Sometimes I struggle with this. Sometimes I have that. But the the, the litmus test, the, the goal that we want 
is that we have all of it, uh, that we're striving for love, for joy, for, for long suffering, for temperance, all these different things. Mm-hmm. And hopefully at the end of our lives, people can say, Michael Campbell, Buster Swoops, these are people that were filled with the Holy Spirit in their work. They showed their spirituality as well. Love it. You know, and, and I, I like how Ellen White puts it, and she talks about how um, the closer we come to Jesus, the more we become uh, loving and lovable Christians. I think that kind of really encapsulates all of the fruits of the Spirit, that being loving and lovable. I just think that's so much of what this is describing here. Amen. So finish this off here, Michael, with uh, Thursday's lesson, Work and Stewardship. All right. Well, it starts out with Ecclesiastes chapter 9, verse 10. It says, Whatever your hand finds to do, do it with all your might. Mm. For in the Amen. realm of the dead where you're going, there is neither working nor planning nor knowledge nor wisdom. Well, that's kind of a little bit morbid, but uh, basically <laughs> the idea is you're going to die. So um, you can't work you can't in the do grave. anything there. <laughs> yeah. It's going to be kind of, kind of, yeah. So um, bottom line, whatever you have an opportunity to do now while you're alive, take advantage of it. Yeah. And give it your best. And 1 Corinthians 10.31 has a very, very similar text, uh, espousing the same kind of idea. Um, so whether you eat or drink or whatever you do, do it all for the glory of God. Hmm. And we may think, you know, oh, this little detail, it's not that important. Uh, but to realize later, actually, it is really important. And so paying attention to the details, the small things, those things that other people Maybe other people won't even know necessarily, but having that kind of integrity to know that, hey, this matters to me because I'm a child of God. I'm going to give it my very best, whether or not I receive recognition for this later. Yeah, um, That's just who I am, that I want to make sure I give it my very best. And that's true whether it's how we eat or dress or the food we eat or drink, um, so all true. of those things, um, to the physical labor that we so whatever we do, we should give it uh, our very best uh, for the purpose of the glory of God. You know, I, uh, I heard it shared before that excellence is not a decision made in the moment. Mm. It's a decision made in the lifetime, right? Yeah, it's intentional. It's character development, exactly. which again is not the work of a moment, but the work of a lifetime, right? Yeah, yeah. so something that we can... So in other words, if you realize and you're looking back in your life like, man, I'm such a procrastinator. I'm such a, a last minute planner. It's not too late to change. It's not too late yeah. to go back and say, you know what? I'm going to stop just giving my my last, right? <laughs> my yeah. last ditch effort. Right. And I'm going to start giving my absolute best by planning to give my best. Well, I think, uh, you know, that's that's a, a, a encouraging to me because it's never too late. Never. Uh, to make a decision, to make it, uh, to, to start turning a new leaf, a new corner. Uh, as we're wrapping up towards the end of this year, we always think of New Year's making new resolutions, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, I was rather reticent to make resolutions myself, <laughs> uh, but why wait even till January 1st? Why not make a decision today? Whatever it is in your life, you're saying, you know, hey, um, I, I want to make a change. Um, go to God about it and and wrestle with God and uh, and, and make a decision. Hey, I, this is what I'm going to do about it and start making a daily decision to, to work towards that. Amen. I like that, Michael. Do not put off to uh, tomorrow what can be done today. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think that puts a wrap for another week. So this is Sue. And Swoops, signing out. As we put a wrap on this week's lesson, this is Campbell Swoops, signing off. 
By the way, we want to give a shout out to our sponsors, the Southwestern Union of Seventh-day Adventists and Southwestern Adventist University, which has for over 125 years provided a Christ-centered education just 20 minutes south of Fort Worth, Texas. We love teaching with personal colleagues, offer quality academics, and provide numerous ways to get involved both on campus and across the globe. To learn more, visit swahu.edu or check us out on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram. Also, be sure to join us again next week as we continue to explore God's Word. You can make sure not to miss an episode by joining us at sabbathschoolrescue.org.